Hi, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. The podcast channel is Sacred Space Healing and the website is sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. And so these podcasts, this channel is here to assist you on your journey of healing, well-being, spirituality and gnosis. And hopefully you'll find some topics here that will assist you uh, in your journey to to greater well-being. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. So thank you to everyone who listens in. Thank you for all your lovely messages of support also. I'm always really heartened to hear that um, my ramblings have assisted you and uh, long may it continue. For those of you that want to support the podcast, support the show and support me, you can head head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org and um, there's a drop-down menu there and you can uh, find the donations page and donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time. And all donations go back into creating more free content to assist as many people as possible. So in today's podcast, I'd like to shine a light on the question, are you resisting your healing? You know, we're in really bizarre, (laughs) um, unusual, challenging times. And um, you could argue, you know, what's the point of doing a healing in the middle of a pandemic or lockdowns um, when that money and that time and that energy can be spent on travel or seeing family or getting your nails done or, you know, living life to its fullest? You know, what's the point of, of healing um, when you can take a tablet or you can find another way to address your pain. And I think those are all valid questions to ask. You know, if the world was to end tomorrow, what is the point of sitting here journaling and meditating and um, trying to make peace with your past or forgive your parents or let go of their ex? Like, what is the point? And I think when we live in periods of time that feel catastrophic, uh, where death is imminent, we want to live every day fully. And conversely, what tends to happen is we don't. We don't live it fully. We tend to uh, feel exhausted and as if we're running on empty and like we're not achieving much. And a lot of people are feeling like that at this time. At the same time, a lot of Things that we would normally do have now become radically different. And services that we would have access to, such as mental health services, are struggling. And lots of people, it's well documented, have found the lockdowns very challenging. And sadly, it's it's led to many deaths, many suicides. So that says that there is a hopelessness. You know, that it feels that, that people are feeling there's nothing to live for or that there's nothing to aim for and that the hopes that we had, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, the goals that we had are not enough. And of course, one of the reasons around this will be that when you don't know what your future holds, will you be allowed to travel? Will you be allowed to do this? When things are constantly changing, when the media, when the news reports, when television, when newspapers are constantly bombarding us 
with fear and death and restriction, we start to feel fearful and restricted. And then what is the point of having a Reiki session or a shamanic healing or going to a yoga class? You know, we do those things when we're moving towards something. You know, you go to a yoga class, you go to the gym, you do a healing, you have a soul retrieval, you have a Reiki healing because you want your life to improve in some way, because you have a goal. You want to, you know, sort out your well-being because you want to meet someone or you want to have kids or you want your career to get to the next level or you want to bring in money or you want to manifest a new home. But when people are getting evicted from their homes and debts are rising and every day there is uncertainty, why bother with your healing? And of course... There is a percentage, a small percentage, the elite, that is not affected by this because they have so much money stashed away that they're not affected by lockdowns. They're not affected by financial instability. They're doing just fine. And they're still traveling and they're still creating and they're still working. So there's a whole proportion of people that don't even feel that they need to address anything that needs healing because why should they? They've got enough money in the bank. Paradoxically, it's often people that are most in need of healing that struggle financially to afford it. That's no mistake, though. You know, I think um, we're looking at why we, you know, we resist our healing. One of the reasons why we resist our healing is because so many obstacles are put in our way. And that isn't by accident. The darker forces, for want of a better term, know that we want to change our lives. They know that we want to get in the light and we are here to do incredible things. And every obstacle that could get in the way will get in the way when you make the intention that you want to heal. Emails will go missing. Websites will go down. Uh, money will suddenly leak out of your bank account. You know, stuff will get in the way. Distractions will happen talked about this in other podcasts, distractions that take us off the path. And that's all to get in the way of your empowerment. Now, add on top of that the fact that we're in a pandemic and lockdowns, and it's virtually impossible, isn't it, to, to schedule something in and to have clarity about what you want. We can resist our healing because we have fear of being healed, <laughs> We've gotten so used to not being healed and being in pain that we don't trust that we could ever not be in pain again. We resist our healing because maybe we've had bad experiences with healers in the past. I talk a lot about dodgy healers and there's more podcasts to come because sadly I think the percentage of dodgy healers is rising ever daily for lots of reasons. People are losing their way and not staying in the light for lots of reasons. That's not to say that there aren't some incredible people out there. There are. But a lot of healers have sold their soul, have gotten taken over by darker forces, or don't even realise that they're not doing good work. And if you've had an experience with a bad healer, a bad reader, you're not going to want to repeat that. There'll be a hesitancy. We resist our healing because we think, you know what, I could spend that money on something else. I could go on holiday, 
could pay a bill. I could go out for dinner. I could go to the theatre. And although these are all great things, the theatre, the holiday, and they give us joy and they're important to living, they're not really going to address the core wounds in our life. And that's what we need to look at. We resist our healing because we don't know any better, because our life is a life of resistance, and we haven't recognised that yet. We resist our healing because we give our power away to others who tell us we don't need to do it, maybe family members or partners who want us to stay small. They don't want us to grow. But so why heal? Why bother to do the work in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of lockdown? Because the alternative, in my opinion, is a slow death. The alternative is handing our power away to fear, to division, to lack of authenticity, because we still have the ability to do great things, even in these times, because we can still make a difference, because we can still create, because we can still manifest, because we can still turn the tide away from fear into something much more beautiful. And because we deserve to live a life that is happy and where we feel contented and we're not carrying the wounds of the past. Healing, I feel, is as important as brushing your teeth, having a bath, having a shower, eating good food. You know, healing is about all of those things, as in it's self-care. And it's important that we we can we maintain that and continue it. I think now, more than anything, if you want to keep your vibration high, you've got to be meditating and cleansing and getting healings regularly. And by regularly, I mean weekly. And I think there was a time when we didn't need that. But now we need it. I think if you live in nature and you spend a lot of time out on the land... Um, or you are a yogi or you're very much into physical exercise, then a lot of these things compensate. But a weekly healing is something to really think about, whether you're you know, doing weekly remote healings or a weekly yoga class or a weekly therapy class or a weekly group therapy session. Something like that is really important right now. Resistance to our healing is such a waste of energy. And I've talked about before how it can manifest in many ways. Uh, It can manifest in poverty, as in, I don't have the money to have a healing. And I have said this in many podcasts, and that I understand that way of thinking and those, those moments in life from my own journey. But I also know from my own journey that the money always manifests in the minute that you set the intention and say, oh, this thing is really important to me. And you ask the universe to deliver, the universe will deliver. Um, and that there are always ways around it. So I don't believe that money is ever really an issue because it's an energy and we can manifest it at will. 
but our will has to be strong. It can, distractions can also manifest as, oh, I don't have enough time, I've got to work, uh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But we, we own time. We make time. Time doesn't own us. So it's up to us to carve half an hour, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever, in a day for our healing. And when you think about healing, you know, all you're really asking is for an hour once a week. And that's perfectly doable. And anyone who says they don't have the time to do that, uh, I I have very I I find it hard to believe that <laughs> because it is possible to create an hour for yourself in a week. And sometimes I'll see you know I'll have clients who meet up with me every two weeks for the longer programs, and they'll sometimes struggle with making that appointment, which is sixty minutes or ninety minutes. And I really have to in, impress on them. You realize this is ninety minutes out of two weeks. That's it, all that's being asked of you. And if you can't forge out that time for your healing and your self-care, why should anyone else bother to, to contribute to your healing and your self-care? Uh, other excuses can be time zones. I work with a lot of international clients and sometimes there's that clash of time zones. But it's not really a clash. And I've said before in lots of podcasts, um, you know, when I have worked with healers who are not in my time zone. I've gotten up at 3, 4 a.m. in the morning, had my healing session with them on a call, uh, gone back to bed and got up two hours later and gone to work because the healing was important to me. So if it's important to you, you'll make it happen. And when people start resisting and going, oh, I can't do weekends and I can't do 8 o'clock in the morning and I can't do this time in the evening, it's just a resistance. If you want something, you make it happen. Other resistances come up with, I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me to do. Is this going to help me? I had bad experiences in the past and so forth. And I think, again, as I say, all of these are valid. But the bottom line is, if we want to heal, we'll overcome anything. But we have to want to heal. Because what we want on the other side of what we're experiencing is greater, we feel. I mean, we're seeing that now. We're seeing that in terms of the situation we are in the in we are in in the world, and that people are prepared to do whatever they're told to do in order to get their lives back. What do I have to do to travel, to go to the theatre, to go to the cinema? What do I have to do to get my life back? Oh, well, you have to do this and you have to do that, and you have to make sure you've got this. And people are prepared to do that because what's on the other side is greater than the inconvenience of whatever they're being asked to do. But that's the baseline of healing. You know, what is it that you need to do in order to get the thing that you want? The relationship, the family, the home, the career, the money, the health, the well-being. What is it? But what it, the thing that you want has to be greater than the obstacle. So if distractions are getting in the way, or you feel or know that you're resisting your healing, then the question to ask is, why do you want to heal? And what is going to inspire you so much that you will do anything to get it. And it has to be something that fills you with so much joy and love and expectation that it doesn't matter if you have to get up at two in the morning to take a call or travel halfway across the city. It doesn't matter if you have to save up. It doesn't matter if, you know, you have to carve out time for yourself and it, and it means that you're, uh, you're having to say no to certain things. Because what you want on the other side 
of that slight inconvenience, perceived inconvenience, is much greater. It's worth getting a piece of paper out and making a list of everything that you want in your life and what you feel stands in the way of that. And what can you start to do today in order to get closer to that? And it has to be big things, right? It has to be the, you know, that love that you want or the family that you want or that abundance that you want, something that really makes your heart sing. And in times like this, it's hard to imagine that because it feels like that's not possible for whatever reason. But it is possible. Life can change in an instant and even the experiences and what's happening in the world right now, which seems so bleak and has been, feels like it's been going on for so long, can change in an instant should we all come together in a communal uh, focused intention of well-being and health and happiness and abundance. But we're not. We're, we're being divided. We are divided. And we're in fear and a kind of scatter mode. And because we're in that scatter mode, uh, darker forces can play with us, but also it's harder to manifest that beautiful world that so many of us want to live in. It's interesting to watch people at this time uh, and how they are responding to world events. I mean, there's always been a sort of slight zombie state on our city streets. People who kind of cut you up on the street and aren't looking where they're going and they're lost in their phones and all of that kind of stuff. But it's kind of accelerated. You know, it's become even greater. And it's sad to witness. It's sad to witness so many sentient beings who have the choice to awaken, to think differently, to pursue higher ideals, to pursue their own well-being, choose to live in fear and drudgery. The bottom line being we all have choice and it is our choices that create our life. And sometimes we feel that choice is taken away from us and sometimes it is, but even in that moment where choice is taken away from us, we still have a choice in where our thoughts go and where our energy goes. And that's what makes us so powerful. So if you find yourself pushing your healing away or you feel like, you know, maybe you are pushing your healing away, sit with that part of you. And what's going on? Why are you pushing it away? And make a list or a vision board of what it is that you want that is greater than this push away. And then keep that in the forefront of your mind. And nothing will get in the way. Because you'll be fighting for what you want. I've said this before and I'll say it again, you're not going to heal. No one's going to heal by, you know, following some accounts on social media. That's bullshit. You're not going to heal by, you know, watching a, a video or listening to a meditation. These things help us. They keep us ticking along. If you want to do the work, you need to be in relationship with a healer or a coach or a mentor or a therapist doing the work, bottom line. You need to get your cash out. You need to book the appointments in. You need to make time in your life. That's just the way it works. It's a little bit like saying, oh, I really want to be in a relationship. So what I've done is I'm following lots of accounts on Instagram and... Um, I'm watching lots of videos on relationships and I'm listening to love songs uh, and I, th I thought that might manifest a relationship. 
Well, it might, but if you want to be in a relationship, you're going to have to go out there and go on a date and buy some clothes for your date and, uh, you know, join dating agencies or ask friends or whatever it is that you need to do. It's not just going to happen. I think we have this idea now that, well, I want to heal, but I don't want to get up too early in the morning to make the healing appointment, and I don't want to give up my weekend, and I don't want to pay too much money, and I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do that. Oh, I know. I'll like some posts on social media. That'll help me heal. Well, it won't. It won't. It's bullshit. And anyone who tells you, listen to this meditation, like this post, look at this picture, and you know, you'll get an activation, and you'll heal, anyone who tells you that is lying to you. There's plenty of false gurus out there. A lot of them are now being shown to be false gurus. Thank God. But there's a lot of them out there. The bottom line is we've got to do something. We have to be active. We have to be moving. And until we start doing and making happen, nothing in our lives will change. I don't say any of this lightly. <laughs> you know, I've done all of the things that I witness in, in people who come to work with me. And I still do those things sometimes. And just because you're a healer doesn't mean that you don't have things that happen in your life that knock you for six. You do. But I do believe in the power of the work. I do believe in the power of good and the power of the light. And I do believe that when you work with the right mentors and teachers and healers and therapists and practitioners, that you can redirect your life and your life can change for the better. But you have to be working with the right people. And a lot of these podcasts that I put out and I give information on dodgy healers and psychics and gurus is to just, you know, give that information to prevent this sort of mass hoodwinking and a kind of veil that has been placed over people in the name of spirituality and esoteric practices and shamanism and Reiki, you know, a lot of these beautiful healing practices have been infiltrated and destroyed. But there, there are good, there are good eggs out there doing good work. And you just have to seek them and find them and cherish them and then commit to the process and commit to the work. I offer two programs, the Core Wound Healing and the Life Purpose, as kind of extensive programs of healing, and then the one-off sessions and the calls. And I know from, you know, the people that I work with, in my own life, that the stuff that is out there in the Core Wound and the Life Purpose programs is life-changing. You have to engage with it like anything. It can't be empty. And shifts will happen in people's lives, and people will come to the work in one place in their life and their life will be radically different not only three to six months after the, the, the work is completed but years after sometimes they don't even realize it but it was the pivotal work that was done in those few months that transformed their lives for the better for good so I fundamentally believe in the power of the work that I offer and I know that it's clean and clear because I consistently work on my energy and I've never danced with the dark but I also understand why people are reticent to heal and how people get caught up with less than authentic healers and, and teachers and that there's so many of them out there 
it's a minefield, it really is. So I really hope that, you know, the podcasts help in that. And if you're thinking of healing, starting a healing journey, and you're not sure of where to go, you know, have a look at the podcast channel. There's lots of different topics there to dive into, but also lots of tips on what to look out for when finding the right healer for you. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.